Attracting contingent workers and keeping them engaged seems to be more challenging than ever in a tight labor market. Employers need to work smartly to create a positive candidate experience and ensure contingent workers feel valued. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today's episode is sponsored by Google Ads by Upnetic. Now, run powered by ADP clients have access to Google Ad Management and Optimization Services by Upnetic included within their run subscription. Today, we'll talk about how to attract and retain contingent workers with Bridget Quinn Kirshner. Bridget leads the client experience for WorkMarket, ADP's freelance management system. She's responsible for enabling the organization to strengthen and expand strategic relationships with a focus on thought leadership, data and business insights, and technology to provide an effortless client and worker experience. Bridget has spent her career in education and in SaaS with specialties in sales, service, and operations. Bridget, welcome to HRpreneur. Thanks for having me today, Jim. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're happy to have you as well. So let's start. Uh, Bridget, why do you think more small businesses today are looking to use an extended workforce? Well, I don't think this is a new concept for small business, but I think businesses are embracing even more than ever this freelance and gig economy to really improve and scale the agility within a rapidly evolving marketplace. You know, by using this flexible operating model made up of all this specialized talent, when and where you need it, you're going to be driving cost effectiveness and growth in your business. And you can look at it from a product and services standpoint as well. When you're automating and optimizing the management of all of these processes, your businesses, I'm sure, you know, being a small business have tight constraints and margins are really important and your cost of labor is also going to be a priority for you. Um, but also contingent workers provide access to a broader range of talent to help you meet the changing business needs that you have. You know, as a bonus, you can really optimize this workforce by filling gaps on an as needed basis, finding the right talent at the right time. So to that end, I'm sure I'm sure you've heard by now the, the, the term the great resignation and how top talent is at a premium. So do you think this movement has an impact on how small businesses view their workforce? I mean, I don't think we can avoid it. It's really no secret that people are leaving their jobs. I think there was a record 4.5 million workers left their positions in November alone. But what I think is really more interesting, though, is that there's a growing number of these people that are leaving their jobs and joining the freelance uh, community. So we did some data research on this and Forbes is estimating that by 2050, about half of the US workforce will be made up of freelance labor, contingent workers, you know, there are various names for it, but um, it's a striking number for us. Yeah, that's remarkable. So, so why do you think so many people are resigning? You know, studies indicate that high burnout rates are responsible for this uptick. You know, we are, still in the midst of a global pandemic, you know, it looks like coming out of that uh, at the time, but um, different lines of work have really blurred lines between life and home. This has really forced workers to consider the boundaries between my work time, my personal time, and people just really wanna work on their terms now. And as a result of that, some employers have prioritized this by creating a really distinct work-life balance where workers are more in control of like the when, where, how, as long as they get the work done with a great result. So what do you think has played a part in this shift? 
You know, as I mentioned earlier, today's worker wants more flexibility and is willing to really give up some of the, let's call them comforts of being a W-2. You know, that can include some of the health benefits that they have, 401k matching. In fact, ADP's gig economy report revealed over half individuals surveyed preferred to be classified as a 1099 worker, and that number is just only growing. Wow. So what are some of the, um, the benefits gig workers, they, what do they bring to the workplace? You know, gig workers, if you take a look at them, have really honed in on and built a skill set that's unlike many others. They're some of the most highly educated and skilled members of this workforce, and they tend to be highly engaged and attentive to projects because of the alignment and interest of all the transparency of data. So let me give you an example. Let's say that I work for a local pharmacy and I'm a W-2. It takes me about three hours to install a sign, and it probably only should have taken me about an hour but it was done poorly, I have to go back and fix it. But at the end of the day, I, I did what I had to do. What's gonna happen to me? Probably nothing. Maybe my supervisor will talk to me, we'll work on a performance improvement plan. I'd have to really though mess up a whole lot to lose my job. But if I were a freelancer, I showed up late, I didn't fix the sign on the time allotted, um, I very quickly would have had a rating that on that assignment that would have immediate impact on me about getting another job tomorrow. So how can employers attract contingent workers? Contingent workers are looking for many really of the same things that all workers want, you know, especially since a large portion of them are former W-2s. They're looking for a strong culture, career growth, and really the opportunity to drive the value that they can provide and just get the work done. A really strong message that clearly communicates why you're an employer of choice can set you apart from the competition and make sure that you're attracting those like-minded people. Um, that's why a lot of many successful companies actively develop an employer brand to highlight their reputation as a great place to work. And that applies to all forms of labor. People just want to work with like-minded individuals where they can drive a lot of value. Be sure to, to highlight the value for contingent workers and what that value and um, opportunity has on your organization. And make sure you're using multiple platforms to get your message out, like really heavily uh, manage your social videos, put it on your company website, anywhere where you're advertising about your culture, about the opportunity within your organization, you want to leverage those channels. And what's even more effective is if any of those workers really just want to tell their story about what a great experience they had with you. Excellent. So, you know, obviously attraction is the first step. Uh, as a next step, how can employers engage and retain these workers? You know, making sure that they have a really good experience um, and it's digitized and it's easy is going to be really important. So um, including information about your company during the process, anything about role specific onboarding tasks, any way you can streamline this experience will be helpful. Gig workers really have become huge brand advocates for businesses and could potentially turn into full-time employees down the line later um, as our workforce uh, develops. You know, the good ones won't really stick around for lukewarm engagements, and I think that applies across the board for people. So really pay attention to fostering strong relationships to encourage your freelancers to want to come back and work with you again and again. And I can't stress this enough, so I'm going to say it a few times, but Please communicate, communicate, and then communicate again. Um, remember that communication is also a two-way street. So making sure that you ask for feedback from your freelancers, just like you would from your W-2 workforce is really important. 
no specific person, entity, business, or any situation is perfect. We all make mistakes, but I think the biggest mistake is not really learning from those mistakes that you've made. Also, the only other way to improve your engagements really with freelancers is to ask them for feedback on different aspects of the projects or milestones within that projects. Was your scope of work clear for them? Was it, were they able to, to hit the ground running really quickly? Were you responsive enough? Were their recommendations heard? Um, these simple dialogues really just go a long way in cultivating budding relationships with this group of workers and in turn could lead to them not only staying, but referring you to other folks and how, who can help your organization later. All right, this is interesting. You know, it sounds like there are some aspects that cross over between retaining contingent workers and W-2 workers. So let's focus on the freelancers. What areas of focus are specific to the freelancer? So my first recommendation is going to be pay special attention to how you pay your freelancers. Unlike W-2 workers who really have a steady source of income that can be counted on on set milestones or intervals, freelancer payments are really based on the workload. Many freelancers and contractors are frustrated when they have slow payments or, and really tend to lean into those that pay quickly, efficiently, and have flexibility. Those will stand out. Those options will stand out to freelancers. You should also know that these workers are experts in what they do and are really running their business within your business. Making sure you provide them with a very clear scope of work with expected guardrails, tools required, et cetera, um, all of that will be really necessary and, and essential in working with your freelancers effectively. That's a great point. So what processes need to be in place to provide a great experience for the contingent worker? I'm going to make it very simple. You need to invest in the right technology to provide a great experience for your freelancers and for yourself and your company. This includes uh, making it easy for them to virtually onboard within your organization, fast and flexible payments, again, give them options, and real-time communication through a mobile app. Everybody's on their phone these days, right? Talk about the status quo. A large portion of small businesses today use contingent workers, but are managing everything internally. So like, let's look at the glorified Excel spreadsheet in combination with their payroll software, which this really increases compliance risk and can tend to drive a really poor experience for your freelancers. You know, due to the, the lack of headcount these days and, and kind of the competition that we're all experiencing, many small businesses feel that this is really their only option, and some believe it's going to be the most effective. But really being able to automate all of these processes and compliantly manage your extended workforce actually gives many small businesses the ability to look at their workforce holistically and realign some of your full-time workers to strategic projects rather than just spending time managing these Excel files. That's great. Thank you, Bridget. I really appreciate having you here on HRpreneur and lending this uh, expertise and insight here for our listeners. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for today's episode. Thank you again. Be well.